You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I don't think I'm being a jerk. I don't know. I think you might be. I, I mean, am I? Because I feel like already they're kind of like they see me come in and it's just like, Oh, yeah, there it is. It's again. the guy in the dirty pickup it's truck. The guy, it's the guy in the pickup <laughs> truck. Yeah, here he comes. Look, at least he's not in there very long. Yeah. But, uh, he's just in and out. He's probably, somewhere. yeah. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah. And you're probably too nice. They're uh, probably, I am nice, yeah. You're too nice for a Richie. I'm nice, but the problem is I don't know. Should I be tipping? Is that something I'm supposed to do? I mean, this I isn't my world. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. <laughs> so we've got a bunch of stuff to get to today. Of course, this is Bridgetown Week. It sure is. Bridgetown Comedy Festival right here in Portland, Oregon. Again, it uh, officially kicks off, I think, on Thursday. Yep. But there's stuff all this week that's kind of leading up to it. Bridgetown Comedy Festival. You can go to bridgetowncomedy.com. Get your tickets now or your wristbands. You can go to all the shows. There's like 200 comedians in town. Oh, yeah. It's madness. It's awesome. It's it's one of the best things this city has going for it. So Bridgetown Comedy Festival. And with that, we've got not one, not two. <laughs> But three comedians on the show today. We do. As we warned, we're going to have many, many comedians all this week, and we're so excited about it. We are. And, uh, yeah, we even confirmed another one for Friday that that came through just this morning. I don't even think you saw that yet. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yes, today we are going to be joined in studio by Amy Miller and Curtis Cook. And you guys, listeners of Fun Employment Radio, know Amy and Curtis from our comedy showcases yep. that we have. They've both been on those, and, of course, they've done many, many other things. They're both uh, uh, quite Portland famous. They are quite Portland famous. Mm-hmm. And and uh, soon to be, who knows, bigger Worldwide. than that famous. Yeah, you, you never know. And uh, Amy and Curtis are going to be joining us here. They are fantastic. And also, we're going to have a phone interview. It was just a, a quick phone interview that we got to talk with them for, for a few minutes that we're going to play from Kyle Kinane. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kinane, friend of the show. We've had him on uh, several times. I, I don't even know. I don't know how many times. Quite a few times. Yes. And he's going to be doing quite a few shows this weekend. He is. So if you yeah. go to BridgetownComedy.com, you can click on whatever performer you, you want to see and then see when they are and start trying to figure out how to piece together your comedy schedule. It is. It is. It's a puzzle to be pieced. It is a puzzle to be pieced. So, so Kyle, we'll play that here in just a couple of minutes. But yet the, the thing I wanted to bring up here, and this is something that – this is kind of out of my, my, my realm. Out of your wheelhouse? Out of my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or if I'm not. Okay. So I want to explain it. I mean, and I'm, I'm being genuine. I really don't know if I'm doing something wrong here, oh, if I'm, I'm being I'm a jerk. I'm 100% sure that you genuinely See, don't know. Well, yes, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll admit that. So here's here's the thing. Like I, um, you know, I do some filming for some other things uh, around town, and I go downtown quite a bit into a very fancy building downtown where uh, I I park in like the the basement parking area, and so you go in there and I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> I was I wasn't going to call that out, oh, but that was it. such a big sneeze. I'm I had sorry. to let that it's go. It's allergies. Oh god, there's allergies are very They've bad. They've been yep. so terrible the past couple of days. I'm you're, sorry. Excuse you're powering me. through, <laughs> trying to ruin my story. Is what you're trying to do? Yes, Greg, your beautiful story. It's I'm so painting sorry. Painting a picture, Sarah, of me parking. Because I somewhere. wanted to do that. Because it's the most beautiful picture when I talk about driving and parking in places. <laughs> so no, but I, I think I that basement parking lot is called. A parking garage. A parking garage, yes. Yes. Yeah, see, these are fancy things I don't understand. <laughs> so, But no, it's at, it's at a very nice building, a very, very, very big building downtown. And um, I go there and I park because I, I go down and film these things a couple of times a week. 
but so so I park down there, mm-hmm. and they've got like the attendants that are part of this thing. The parking There's attendants? very very fancy cars in this. Like very very wealthy businessmen are in this building. I don't know who they are, but I mean they're like in there. Jaguars. Oh, but better than that. I mean I've seen Ferraris down there. Uh, I haven't seen a Lamborghini, but multiple Ferraris. Wait, Ferraris and, are better than Jaguars. Uh, well, no, I mean, I, it's all, again, that's all out of my wheelhouse. Yes, they're very fancy. Whenever they have like a, a fancy symbol on the front of them, you know, something that you can, you know, that sticks up kind of like yeah. the Jaguar or yeah. like the Mercedes or any of that stuff. Like I, it, it's all kind of uh, on par fancy. I'm not sure. All of it's fancy and they get it like washed and waxed. So and they're all, all like stuff. shiny cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super they get washed shiny. and waxed while they're down there. Like the the attendants wash and wax their cars and all that stuff. So I, but but when I come down there. Um, this may be a shocking revelation for people who don't know me. Okay. I don't drive a Ferrari. What? I know. A lot of people think when you get into... You I thought know, you were more of a Rolls man. Having an online radio network that, you know, it would be more... That's the kind of way you roll, you know, and a lot of people think that. And I like to give off that persona. You know, I think a lot of people assume I'm kind of a Rolls Royce or a, you know, very high-end Mercedes kind of guy. And I understand that. Oh, you know, yeah. that's my... That's that's that's, that's your lot, burden to bear. Yeah, that's you know it's what people think. But no, I'm a very humble man, Sarah, um, because that's what I can afford. Is you sound my, like you're talking like Frank Underwood without the accent. I'm a right very now. humble man. Yes, uh, from you the don't South. need to do the accent. Well, <laughs> no, no, I drive a I drive a pickup truck. So, so <laughs> yeehaw. Yep, with a canopy on it and stuff in the back. And I drive oh, down camping there. Camping stuff. I think there might even be some camping beers back there. There probably are still some camping beers back there from <laughs> from the week before, from last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drive in in that. Clearly, I stick out. And now I'm, I'm nice to the attendants, but a lot of times if it's full, they will park they – will, they will have me park like in front of other cars and then I give them the keys and they give me like a slip for it. So it's like it, – it's valet parking. Then they move my car if it's, if it's in the way of stuff. So they'll, they'll move my car around. Here's my question with that. All right. So, so you give them – do you always give them your keys or not just always. Okay. Not always. Um, I'd say it's about 20% of the time I give them my keys. All right. Because I'm, because I'm, there's nowhere to park, but they'll, they'll still let me park down there. And my question is this. So I go up and I, I, um, you know, film and do all that stuff. And then I come back downstairs and to, to do it. And they, I give them the card back, you know, and I get my keys back. Do I have to tip when I do that? Should I be tipping? Oh. Or should I not? I honestly don't know if I'm being a jerk or not. I think you, I think you tip. I mean, probably not every time. I mean, because they don't always move it. Sometimes they move it, like I said, if it's in the way, because they'll have me park behind other things. There's sirens going I on outside. I think like the, the end of the world is happening outside, outside the- right now between the, the sirens and the helicopters everywhere. And I also just called this my house, but no, there's sirens outside the studio right now. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, so anyway, the, with the valet thing, am I supposed to tip? I would think if they're giving a service that you would probably tip. I mean, I wouldn't say like tipping regularly if you just go in and they're like, oh, hello, Mr. Nibbler. Why don't you park mm-hmm. over there? But if they're doing something to convenience They call me you, sir. Wow. Yeah. That's like there's a first time for everything. No, I, they, they do. So it's hello, sir. Hello, sir. Oh. Which is very – I mean, it's very respectful. They're very nice. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just like, hi, hi sir, you know, and I don't, I don't really know what to say. I feel I feel very inadequate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if they're doing something like, you know, somebody's like a barista, for example, is like preparing a drink for you. Like if you're going and getting like we've talked about this before, if like someone if you order like a drip coffee and someone gets you a cup mm-hmm. and then you go and get the coffee yourself, like you don't really need to tip because you're doing it yourself. Right. However, if you order some like fancy, you know, like caramel mocha frappuccino thing uh-huh. and it's something that they are spending some time taking care of for you. 
I probably think that it's – I think you should probably tip. I should? I would think so. I because mean, they're doing you a service because they're helping you not be late for something. Like okay, yeah. The I mean, they could kick me out and say there's no parking here. They could. You got to go you somewhere out. else. Exactly. You have to go street park. Yeah, but no, they they let me park down there. So then, but then I then I oh well then okay then if you go into that territory, I don't know how. Now much. there's debates here. And I, by the way, how are you an expert in any of this? What because do you I'm know fancy. About? No, I'm not. Wow. I just think I well I don't know. I mean, I think when I hear valet, what I've heard about valets, I've never used a valet. Mm-hmm. Is don't you always like? Are you supposed to like have a folded up like? $20 bill in your hand. A $20 bill? That's more than I'm going to be. Like, that's not worth it for me. Well, no, you could probably give them a couple bucks or a buck. I don't know. I don't know how much you Is valet. That... I'm just thinking of like fancy restaurants where like, you know, you fold the money into your hand and then you shake the guy's hand. No, and then he that's casino. And that's when you're buying drugs or something. Or oh, like am I thinking you're of Sharon to... Stone in casino? That's what you're thinking of. It's not like that. I'm not walking in in a fur coat. And Number one, I don't look like Sharon Stone. And number two, yeah, I don't have that kind of money where I'm going to fold it up. I think that would be creepy if I like folded up a well, for me, it would be like a $1 bill and like slid it into his hand and like rubbed his hand all weird. And they like gave him a little it. finger tickle on the Yeah, inside. no, no. I think then I wouldn't be able to park down there anymore. I don't think that would work either. Uh, so if anything, I would avoid having to use a valet. That just would make me uncomfortable. Well, it makes me uncomfortable too, but I mean, it does help me out. It makes me, makes it so I don't so have to. So they're helping you. I guess they're, they're helping me in the aspect that they, I think they, they have like reserved spots for the fancy fancy people mm-hmm. which i understand that so they i'm not a fancy dirty person car in like a, a separate section yeah and i get it you know I, I i appreciate that i understand i'm not driving a ferrari and the ferrari dude's probably paying a lot of money mm-hmm. i get that you know that's that's fine but at the same time like i'm parking there and then you know they move it around to get it out of the way of other people when they need to if that does require a tip say it does require one how much do you tip how much would you give on that? And then am I just going to be insulting him? That's true because you're you're like somewhere between like not tipping and tipping too much. You need to find a, okay. the sweet spot. It's being asked in the chat, are they parking the car for you? Generally not. That really they, – they move it. They move it once I park. Like if they, they move it around. But Well, they move it to different parking spots then. Yeah, like when some open up, then I think they, they'll move it. Like they've moved it over to another spot or something like that. Yeah, so that's parking it for you. But they – okay. All right. So, well, then how much do I tip? I, Greg, I, as, as I'm telling you, I don't – I'm assuming that you'd probably do, I don't know, like $2? Two bucks? I, I don't know. What if it's change? Because I have change You're like in my – You're not going to give them change. Do I You're give, them, give change? them change? No. I mean the money's the same. It's it is $2. The same, it's the same, but it's not the same. Once you know, again, like, we need to reiterate. Working in a tipping industry, like sometimes, even though like you can give me like a dollar and quarters, it just kind of feels like a dollar and quarters and not a dollar. <laughs> so uh, it's being – I need to clarify this. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Duran in the chat right now asking, wait, Greg, do you park the car or do they? I park the car, but there's, uh, there's times where they'll have me park it where I block other cars and sometimes it will stay there. Sometimes they'll move it if, like, somebody needs to get out or if uh, there's a spot and they want to get it out of the way. Then they'll move it. I think my, my car is more of a nuisance Greg's factor. getting kind of worked up about this. Oh, no, I'm not getting worked up. I really want to know, what I'm, I really want to know if I'm being but what an if ass. The, what if the answer is you have to tip them $5 every time? Five bucks? See? Do you really want the answer? I'm not going to tip $5. That's a lot of money. Wow. $5? <sighs> 
Yeah, okay, so it's, it is is definitely being said. Don't use change. Don't use change. It's, it spends just the same. No, spends just the Can same. Can I tell you something that happened uh, when I was working at Landmark this weekend? Really quick about tipping. Uh huh. So this guy, he came in and he he got like some fancy beer that I poured for him or whatever, and so he paid for it because it was like uh, it was like a four or five dollar beer. Paid for it, so with a five and then with a two dollar bill. Okay. And that he gave me for my tip, and he put the two dollar bill into my tip jar. And then he and then he started reaching in there, and he was like, "Oh, since I gave you two dollars, can I just go ahead and take one of the dollars out?" Oh no! He said no. that it was so uncomfortable. I was like, "Oh, yeah. like wow!" He just asked me. Okay, it was totally I fine. know that much. I know. No, no you I never know. take money out of somebody's Sorry, tip that, jar. That just reminded me. Like he stuck his hand in my tip jar, and I'm like, "Oh, that's I, bad." I would be more than willing to give him change for his two dollar bill, right? But uh, yeah, he stuck his. I was like, "What? What are you doing?" And it's like, oh, well, you know, I gave you $2 on the one beer, so I was just going to take a dollar back. I was like, oh, oh I'm no. Like, I will give you a dollar back. Oh, uh-uh. Yeah, that was, that was some shady shit. That's not cool. It was weird. Trying to take money out of the jar to make change for himself? Yeah, which I don't, like, all he has to do is ask me, and I will gladly make change for him. Yeah. But him sticking his hand in there was really weird. That's, no, that's not cool. No. no you never do that. All right, so I'm never sorry, that just that. reminded me when you were talking about tips. That reminded, I know that you would never do that, but I'm no. saying somebody actually just did that to me, which was really weird. That's awkward. Yeah. That is really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know if you guys have suggestions. Please send in an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And, and maybe maybe we'll we'll recap this here in a little bit here on the show because I do – I want to know if I'm doing something wrong. But also, I'm not, not going to tip five dollars. Well, okay, so that's the thing: is do you want to know if you're doing something wrong, or would you rather just live in ignorant bliss? If it's bliss? a dollar, maybe I would do it. But then if I start now, I don't know. I may be too far in. I may just be that guy. I'm just that guy. I'm that guy that just doesn't doesn't tip. Maybe I'm that guy. Maybe I don't want to be that guy if I'm supposed to. I just don't know. I don't know the protocol. Have you thought about asking the people in your work? Mm. Maybe you should ask somebody who might have gone through a similar scenario because yeah, there's they a might couple people the I ins- could ask. They might know the ins and outs of the building a little bit more. Yeah, that's true. Because every place has you know different rules, different unspoken yeah. okay. laws. All right, all right. I'll try to get more to it. But then the problem is I'm also exposing myself because that means whatever it's been going on, I could be, could have been doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a risk. That's a fifty fifty risk, right? I there. know. I know. All right. Why don't we we do this because we, I know we're uh, coming up on some time here. Let's go ahead and. Um, and play our interview from uh, Kyle Kinane. All right, cool. Uh, but real quick, you did mention Landmark Saloon. I sure did. Wait, you know what's happening at Landmark Saloon, Sarah? On, uh, on May 17th? I believe that's May 17th. The oh Fun Employment goodness. Radio Cornhole Tournament of Champions, brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure. We want to see everyone down there um, come hang out, whether you make it into the tournament or not. We want to see everybody down there because it's just going to be a fun hangout for the afternoon. And plus, let us just let you know, I mean, also, you know, people are signed up, but you have to also be there on premises to make sure that you're signed in. Because if Mm -hmm. someone isn't signed in by the time that you're supposed to, then that spot's going to go to somebody on the waiting list. On the waiting list, yeah. So, I mean, so keep signing up. Even if you think it's too late, you never know. Things Mm -hmm. come up. And you could be bumped into one of the spots. So that's funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole hero. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole hero. Sign up, and we'll be sending out emails at the end of this week to everybody who made it onto the regular roster, and then everybody who's going to be a backup. And regardless, even if you don't want to play cornhole, come down and hang out. There's going to be side prizes, too. Even if you're not in the tournament, we're going to have little side games, all kinds of stuff. And that's happening May 17th at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. So we're looking forward to seeing all of you out there. Awesome. All right. Uh, Kyle Kinane, going to be 
be here at Bridgetown Comedy Festival, bridgetowncomedy.com. You can see all of his different shows, and he is on a bunch of them, and you want to go see him. So Absolutely. He has such a great like storytelling way of uh, telling his jokes, and he's just so likable. He it is. Seems, it, it just seems like a you're like sitting there shooting the shit with a buddy. He's, he's cool. Yep. Yep. And so he called in and it was a phone interview. So, you know, with phone interviews, sometimes there's a little bit of a delay sometimes in, in hearing what everybody's saying. But he is fantastic. So here we go. Here is Kyle Kinane on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. And we are joined now by the man who... Judging by Bridgetown Comedy's website, it appears he's on every single show. He's this on so many shows. It's going to be amazing. We have Kyle Kinane on the phone. Hello. What's happening? Hi, Kyle. Yeah, you have a full roster when you come into Portland. Yeah, there's a lot. I had to shave off Thursday, I think. I get in on Friday now, but then I hit the ground run once I get there. So It is. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got a bunch of shows going on. So you're coming in on Friday. Now, you've, you've done Bridgetown a few times at this point, I, I believe. Yeah, I did the first three or four of them and I haven't made it to the last couple. Oh, nice. So you're coming back here, back here to Portland, back to Bridgetown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. That's why I'm going to do a lot of shows. Well, it is the festival. It is a festival. <laughs> this is true. That's, that's the purpose of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anybody you're looking forward to seeing when you come into town or just kind of in general enjoying the festival as a whole? Yeah, I'm just really into my own jokes right now, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what I come up with, seeing what new stuff I got. You like to surprise yourself a little? You know, I don't know where I'm going to go with it, so I'm really excited to see what I what I come up with after the three days of doing shows. Uh, no, it's it's always awesome. It's it's one of the things. That, the only bummer about doing so many shows is that I don't get to see other shows. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But a- I get to see the people who are on the shows that I'm on, which is always great, too, so... <clears throat> Yes. Well, and you've got you've had a big year because you just had your DVD come out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the new special that came out in January and just got released with some extra fixings on it for Record Store Day. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, that was just pretty recently. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple weeks ago or so. Yeah, and I'm looking. You're performing at basically every different venue around town. You're going to be at Bossa Nova, which is a big venue. Doug, uh, the Kill Rockstar show at uh, Doug Fur on Friday, which is kind of uh, it's going to be an amazing show. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I've been obviously I've stayed there, but I've never seen down in the venue there at Doug Fur, so I'm excited to do that. Oh yeah, it's pretty fancy. Looks like a little, uh, if you're a fan of Twin Peaks, it looks like you're inside of a log cabin, kind of. I'm a fan of log cabins. So there you don't go. Have to worry about that Twin Peaks. I'm a, I'm a Bigfoot fan, so that. Are you a Bigfoot fan? <laughs> Who's not a Bigfoot fan? Whether you believe in them or not, who doesn't? Uh, Sarah Dillon. I'm calling her out. Sarah is really? not a, Sarah is not a big, Bigfoot. Yeah, I, I'm impartial to Bigfoot. I did like uh, we saw Bobcat Goldthwait's oh. movie Willow Creek about it was like a horror movie with Bigfoot in it. Oh yeah, I have I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. I have to say that was the first time I was actually kind of terrified about uh, of a Sasquatch. And then we do have that's the, the angle. He's normally a benevolent creature, right? <laughs> but we don't know that. We don't know. Would you ever go on like a like a Bigfoot hunt? That's I have. You have. You've actually gone out yeah. and gone, gone on a big flight. Well, I went out with a guy who claims that he has seen Sasquatch, but we just smoked a joint. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this a friend of yours or somebody who is actually... Uh, <clears throat> no, nah, it was just some goofball. But my friend Dave, if I can plug my friend Dave Stone. Of course. Huh. He's still on the bridge. You know Dave Stone? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's... Avid Bigfoot believer. His new record comes out tomorrow. So if I could plug my buddy's new album. Absolutely, Dave Stone. Uh, 
Is Dave at yeah, the show uh, this year? Is what's that? Is is Dave on on Bridgetown this year? I don't know. I'm oh. actually supposed to hang out with him today, so I'll ask him. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, we'll, we'll get. We'll report oh, back that's, on that. That's a cool thing with my friends. Hey, man, are you going to that comedy festival? This weekend? <laughs> I'll find out. Maybe we'll see each other there. See, I I think yeah. I would do it. There's there's actually this is behind the scenes, but they're they're going to be filming one of the um a, a Bigfoot hunting show here nearby, and we we know there's a possible way where we could maybe be a PA on it. Which I don't know if it's something I'd want to do or not, but I'm I'm considering doing it just for that experience of what it's like. I, I imagine it's a whole bunch of sitting in the woods doing absolutely nothing to get like five minutes of material. Probably, but at the same time, my, yeah. I, but my thing is like, if, if you're going to go pursue these highly sensitive creatures, whether it be or entities, whether it be ghosts or Bigfoot or whatever. You really think that they're going to come out of the woodwork with <laughs> a bunch of buffoons with cameras and lights tromping around? Hello? Are you real? Like, if I was a ghost, I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Who are, they might not take Bobo the Squatch Hunter seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I would do it, though. Hey, it's on camping trip no matter what. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, well, Kyle, so you're coming in on Friday. BridgetownComedy.com is where everybody can see um, see all the stuff that's going on with you. And you're on, you're on Twitter. Twitter a lot. What's the best? What's your Twitter handle again? At Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane. Which is easy. I just yep. wanted to make sure I'd, it was there. That's good to repeat it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, yes, for my folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Well, thank you so much uh, for getting a couple of minutes here to call in. And um, yeah, I, we'll see you this weekend. For sure. Sounds good. Okay, cool. Sounds good, awesome. Kyle. Thanks. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. That is Kyle Kadane right here on Fun Employment Radio awesome. here for Bridgetown, bridgetowncomedy.com. That is where you can get your tickets. To you go so want to do that Sasquatch thing. I know. We haven't even talked about that here on the show, though. So, okay. Here's the deal. So there's, there's a possibility of possibly being a PA on an actual... A possibly possible possibility. Possibly possible on a Bigfoot hunting type of show and i don't know if it's something i would want to do or not so it's like i don't think that you would i think you don't that think you so think, I but think... i mean I, what if i got out there though and you're going out there you know you've seen those shoes shows it's like they send a bunch of people out into the woods and they got cameras on them and then they they ruck, run around in the middle of the night what if i'm the guy what if i'm like the breakout star because I'm, I'm the pa on this which you has been like be. the production be. assistant and you're supposed to stay behind the scenes but what if i what if i got on the set you're too much of a diva to be a production assistant i could be a production assistant but you my friend, are an actor, and you consider yourself to be an actor, and therefore I don't think that you have the capability of being a production assistant. Well, so what... I just yeah, don't think that if, even right now when you're talking about being a production assistant for something, mm-hmm. you cannot handle the fact that you have to surrender the limelight. But what if I, what if I, uh, what if I like, like uh, I read up on a whole bunch of stuff, and then I was out there, and then I was like, "No, guys, you're doing it wrong." And I just like stepped in front of the camera. Nobody like, wants the PA's oh, who's opinion. this guy? Everybody wants to know who this guy is, the new character no. on the show. And it's be like, "Hi, guys, I'm Greg. I'm I'm from around here." And then I uh, I found the Bigfoot. Like I could, this could be my big break, sir. B- big break on the uh, on the Bigfoot hunting I, show. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I think maybe it could. It's a it's something I'm thinking about. Like, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, you go out there in the woods. You don't even know if the position's available. It was just something that we kind of came across. 
Well, I'm assuming it's available. You I mean, for you, of course, the the future star of it, right? Yeah, and then it could yeah. be a, a whole spinoff thing where it'd be me like looking for, uh, for looking for Bigfoot, like kind of like a Survivor Man Bigfoot type of thing. Wow, that's such a unique idea. Yeah, nobody's ever done anything. Nobody's like ever that done anything similar to that a thousand times over. That'd be so good. I think this could be something for me, Sarah. I'm just saying it's a possibility. All right, Greg, you reach for those stars. Putting it out there. <laughs> Oh, Greg. Hello, my friends. You can't leave the show, though, to go chase Bigfoot, Greg. Well, I mean, maybe I could do, like, Collins or something. No, we have a business partnership. You are not allowed to leave to go and hang out with... I could get a satellite phone and it'd be like one of those things. Bobo the Squatch Hunter or whatever it is that's going to happen. I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one it is either. Which one is Bobo? Don't tease me with the fact that it could be that one. Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's not happening. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, have a story out of Oregon. Oregon. A father and son duo have been arrested after being accused of stealing $72,000 worth of health and beauty aids. A father and son from Oregon. This is in Beaverton have been accused of stealing $72,000 worth of merchandise uh, of health and beauty aids. That is a lot of health that and beauty aids. That is a lot of health and beauty aids. Uh, so here's some of them. So uh, Rogaine, razors, and pregnancy tests are just some of the more than $72,000 worth of health and beauty items an Oregon father and son are accused of stealing from stores in several states across the Northwest. So not just only here in Oregon, but uh, Washington and Idaho, too. So it's just... It's straight up shoplifting that they're doing? Uh, yeah, shoplifting. Wow. That's a, that's an ambitious amount of money. Well, Rogaine's expensive, isn't it? I, I don't. I honestly don't know, Greg. I would think between the two of us, you'd probably know the price. Why would I know? I don't, I don't need to use the product, so I don't know. Oh, you just jinxed yourself. Yeah, no, Greg's desperately right knocking now. on the wood. <laughs> well, police in Beaverton announced the arrest of 56-year-old Robert Stephen Elwood and his 28-year-old son, Robert William Elwood, uh, both of Hermiston. The father and son duo targeted a number Wait a minute. What were the names? Uh, Robert, uh, Robert and Robert Elwood. But just different middle names? Yeah. So is the Elwood a junior in that situation, or is the Elwood a different there one? There is no junior. Well, it's a father and son. Yeah, I know. But I mean, if they're... How does that work for a junior senior type of thing? It does not give either of those huh. titles to either of them. Wow. So All Robert right. Stephen Elwood and Robert William Elwood, both okay. Hermiston. Uh, the father and son duo targeted a number of retail stores, including Safeways and Albertsons, during an eight-week shoplifting spree, which uh, had them travel through Idaho, Montana, Oregon, and Washington State. Beaverton police say, uh, said in a press release that they released this weekend that, that the father and son duo had been stealing thousands of dollars of health and beauty aids. The father and son were arrested after they allegedly got caught, uh, after they got caught selling the stolen merchandise to an undercover cop. <laughs> Who buys? Wait, so there's a whole market for this thing? Yeah, how would you find people like on the street? Is this something that you post on Craigslist? Like, I don't hey, know. I've got off the, I've got some roguing that fell off the back of a truck. Like, is there somewhere like you know? Okay, on that corner, that's where I can go buy you know some illegal rogaine. Like you know, oh no, man, you just go down to that corner there. Uh, third, yeah, and that guy's know. always holding some yeah, rogaine. Dude. Yeah, yeah, you need some rogaine, man. Don't worry about that. Hey, you gaining? You gaining? Well, I think that's like the street slang for it. Are you rogan? or or is it? Are you gaining? Gain, man. Gain. Gain. Street gain. Yeah, it would be gaining. Street Rogaine. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a... 
Huh. And street pregnancy strips and razors. Well, that's exactly and where you should buy that. And other beauty items, of course. Pregnancy tests off the street. You should buy them off the street and I definitely mean, at the dollar store. Save yourself a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, authorities have charged both the father and son with aggravated theft, and they are both being currently held at Washington County Jail in lieu of a $2,000 bond. So they're both there now. An undercover agent. I mean, do you think he was selling it in bulk? I don't know. I mean, $72,000. It has to be bulk. Yeah. It just has to be. Uh, next up, out of Jacksonville, Florida, I have an Oregon man. Uh, we we'll go from Florida with trees to Florida with Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Jeff Waters, a Florida man, decided to walk into a Bank of America this past week and attempted to cash a check for $368 billion. <laughs> Because, you know, that's what people do. Uh, the check Waters had written to cash was reportedly <laughs> from the U.S. Bank of Idaho and issued in the 90s. But he said that $368 billion was his money to be had. Uh, tellers, however, at the Jacksonville, Florida Bank were immediately suspicious of the man. Now, Waters explained to the bank officials that a homeless man named Tito Watts Sold him the blank check several months ago for $100. And he told Waters the check would clear for any amount of money that Waters wanted to write it in for. So Waters decided to settle for $368 billion because he wanted to start himself an Italian restaurant. Wow. Waters said, uh, it's always been my dream to own the best Italian restaurant in the earth. Not on the earth, in the earth. In the earth. Uh, Waters told police, which of course you need $368 billion to do that. Uh, Waters goes on <laughs> For to cash. say, I'm 10% Italian. Cooking authentic Italian food is in my blood. Uh, He's 10% Italian? Yes. So I looked at this on... <laughs> I will venture to guess that maybe this might turn out to not be true, but I did look on Snopes and it's not on there. Okay. So right. I'm just going to go ahead with the fact that this guy I tried to write a $368 billion check to himself. My whole thing in here is I want to know more about Tito Watts. Mm-hmm. Tito Watts is the real story here. I mean, there are too many details where this has to be fake, but I love everything about the story writing. So we're just going to... You think it's fake? It's always been my dream to own the best Italian restaurant in the earth. I'm 10% Italian. Cooking Italian food is in my blood. I plan to make the restaurant 80... Okay, here we go. I'd plan to make the restaurant 80 million square feet and be able to accommodate 30 million eaters at once. Plus, I want to put it underwater so people can look at sharks while they eat. I, I love this idea. I know. That's why I kind of want it to be true, even though it might not be. I want to eat underwater and look at sharks? You can eat with 30 million other people underwater looking at sharks. I don't care about all the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, but then I went to the bank and the bank wouldn't give me the money they owed me. Tito said the check was good for any amount I wanted to. So blame Tito, not me. Tito Watts. We're just going to go ahead. I'm just going to say this is a true story. Okay, well. It's totally true. Jeff Waters, true story. We'll take it to the Fun Employment Radio Ethics Board, we though, sure if, will. This is, uh, if this is false, sir. If the you're knowingly reporting false stories, cried. we will have to take this to the to the board. Okay. I understand. Tito Watts. And finally, I do have a little bit of audio for this last story. This is at Georgetown, Texas. We've got, like, the idiot trifecta going on today. <laughs> Oregon, Florida, and now Texas. There you go, Texas listeners and Florida listeners. Oh, not anybody who listens to the show. Not you and not you. Maybe you. But not you. Definitely not you. Out of Georgetown, Texas, this story just kind of made me laugh. Uh, A Texas uh, city official speech to a city council about deadly infectious diseases was suddenly interrupted after... uh, 
Let's see. The mayor, the mayor of the Texas city, left the room to use the facilities and didn't turn off his microphone. Oh, classic naked gun. Yes. So a woman named Rachel John Rowe was speaking to the council about antibiotic resistant infectious diseases when she was interrupted by the sound of, excuse me, it wasn't the mayor, of the councilman urinating. So she was trying to talk about this uh, all the while where there's a stream of urine (laughs) on the microphone behind her. And I, in fact, do have the audio of this. Oh, yes. It's pretty glorious. So let me go ahead and Nobody was over there to turn it off? Nobody turned it off. Like, they just let him go to town. He was just going. Not already been touched by an antibiotic-resistant disease. It probably will be at some point. Uh, my so that's mother the has door shutting. MRSA infection. <laughs> I have a high school friend whose three-year-old son almost died from C. diff, and he will be dealing with the consequences of that for the rest of his life. But the thing is that these deadly infections, there's something we can do about it. And what we can do is call on Wait represent- a governmental representatives <laughs> that are higher... Up the chain of command. <laughs> that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> and ask for action at the federal level. Um, I am um, aware of Mr. Brainerd's concerns that he raised last time, and there were there would be instances where I actually agree that we should take action locally first. But <laughs> this poor lady. There are not any um, KFO operations in Georgetown, so for us to just say it within the city. <laughs> and there's the toilet flushing. So yeah, so this one was trying to talk about. Do they have him coming back out? Yes, where somebody actually tells him. Oh wait, I'm here. here. So he's coming back in, and also these diseases (laughs) don't know any boundaries. So a state by state. He's looking around like what would what what happened? Mean that, and then somebody's leaning over. (laughs) You know what else we didn't hear? Him washing his hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I heard a toilet flushing. It was just right back out there. Wow. So there you have it. Uh, hot mic. That's. Whenever you're wearing a mic pack, always remember, it's always on. That's what That, awesome. my friends, is your world of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Real That's hot fantastic. Mic. Mm-hmm. Hot mic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Um, why don't we do this? So we're going to be joined here in uh, in just a minute by our fabulous guests, Amy Miller and Curtis Cook. Yep. So um, why don't we go ahead and just take like a quick break, and then we'll we'll get them here in studio, and uh, and then we will uh, we'll talk to them because they're going to be at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Sounds good. Right. Which kicks off, of course, this Thursday, May seventh. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Deckham. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. 
It almost sounds like he's introducing a puppet show or something. I'm pretty sure he thought your name, your first name was Nibbler, and he was a little confused. I'm pretty sure. Most most people end up getting confused with that. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio, and we are here now with Amy Miller. Hi. Hi. Again. Hi again. <laughs> and uh, the model of the day, apparently, Curtis Cook, with a fancy photo shoot that's out. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that handsome. was handsome. Yeah, it was multiple pictures. They just couldn't stop taking pictures of you. I'm really good looking. Totally. <laughs> At every angle. Right? I do radio anyway to keep the mystery up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You could say whatever you want on here. Yeah, nobody would know. Well, you're both very attractive individuals. So, uh, oh, come on, you I know. Have to do but you have that. the you have the talent to boot. Well, uh, you know it. Come on, you've got you've got eyeballs. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it's Bridgetown Week. It is, yeah. and you uh, you both have a bunch of different shows that you're doing for Bridgetown. Yeah, starting like they every gave us single night. Good schedules. They're good to us, those Bridgetown people. <laughs> I think they like you. Yeah, I'm excited about my schedule. Yeah, so you start on Thursday emceeing Comedy Sweethearts with Amy Miller, yeah? Yeah, this was a new, totally new this year, is that they gave some local comics, um, like, they had us submit a list of people that we like to work with, or comics we love, Mm -hmm. and then gave us our own Thursday showcases. Nice. Nice. They didn't give Curtis one. Yeah. (laughs) Were you sad about that? It's awkward. No, I don't like to run things. Okay. (laughs) Amy's all about power. I just like to hang out. I want to, yeah. Well, I think there's like four or five of us that, oh, yeah, I fully see it as a competition, a popularity contest. (laughs) Like, if I don't have the most people at my Thursday show, I'm done. (laughs) I will. Come on. So that lineup is all like people that I picked, and they're super awesome. That should be a fun show. So Comedy Sweethearts is just the name there isn't a particular theme to it? No, we just Just threw out a bunch of names. Yeah, like I wanted to do like Bay Bridgetown and just have like Bay Area comics. And we just tossed around a bunch of ideas and that's what it turned out. Just a (laughs) bunch of sweethearts. (laughs) Well, you both are doing a show together, but that isn't until Sunday night. You're both going to be at uh, the Bunk Birthday. Oh, yeah, the birthday. Maybe you guys didn't know this until now, though. I'm excited. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're so excited. (laughs) Well, I want to ask, too, because you're on another one for this, uh, for the podcast, and I'm not familiar with this. The the Grolix? Or maybe it's not a podcast. The Grolix. They. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm only bumping into, Tell like, us what Curtis is I doing. I shouldn't ju- answer your questions, I guess. Maybe you know more. They're, they're like a, an awesome comedy group out of Denver, right? Yeah, yeah. It's three guys from Denver. Well, some other peripheral guys, but they, they make all these really funny videos, and then they, they've had, like, they're now on their second TV show they've been given. Um, but it's a, it's a stand-up show. I mean, they do some other silly stuff, um, but they're sort of, like, the core of the Denver scene. Oh, cool. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like them and like TJ Miller, like once he left, there's like these three guys that have probably made it farther than anyone else on that scene um, besides TJ. So, yeah, they're super funny, and that's a really solid show to be on. Yeah, I'm really excited. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens if they don't give you your own show. They just let you do a, uh, someone else's really cool. <laughs> so when you're getting ready for Bridgetown, and since the shows have different themes, are you prepped for each one, or just kind of, do you have to kind of wing it? Are you told, like, like for, you know, the Growlix, like, do you know what you're going to be doing there? Is it just straight up stand-up? Uh, I read the description. I think it's just straight up stand up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The few like specialty shows they give you a heads up. Like if, yeah. if you're interested in it and they're interested in you and they kind of let you know what it's going to be. Like Brouhaha is on Saturday. That's really fun. I did that last year. Yeah, that's like my, one of my favorites. <laughs> Dangerous. Oh, what's Brouhaha? It's a drinking show. Did you? Yeah, it's uh, like so. 
there's a light in the back that says drink and they don't tell the comics the rules but they come up with like 10 rules and if a comic says it does something the audience has to drink every time the sign lights up oh. and then the comics have to do a shot for every comic ahead of them and then chug a beer for every second of a rule that someone else broke the round before them wow jesus so good time. that is hardcore <laughs> yeah i pulled i think first or second last year so it wasn't too bad that's like my normal <laughs> amount of drunkenness <laughs> but who i think byron bowers went last and he uh, was just like uh, is it mess. just a random drawing to see who goes yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow that's impressive it's, <laughs> it's really fun so can you, um, you know, with Bridgetown, it comes a lot of, uh, I do like to imbibe some cocktails and some beverages, you know, during Bridgetown. <laughs> As a lot of people do. Uh, do you uh, have like a couple beers before you perform or is it something that you just, uh. you're sober the whole time and mm-hmm. then you like ha- drink afterward? It kind of depends on what I'm doing. I mean, yeah, for Bridgetown, I'll usually at least have like one drink. It's hard if you have like multiple shows in a night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely try to maintain, you know, it's a, such a great opportunity. I wouldn't be sloppy, but plenty of people get sloppy, like don't know the limits, especially if you were yeah. drinking like all last night and then you go to like a brunch thing and then take a break and think that that sobered you up. Yeah. But no. Like, you, two, like two hours won't make up for 48 hours. <laughs> I know. I learned years ago, like, Bridgetown for me is liquor-free. I just I just drink, like, shitty beer the entire That's time. That's a good move. Yeah, shitty beer and then, like, food between plays. Just constant food and crappy beer. Yeah. And that's my staying power. I don't I know. Do, I, just, I do a lot of white wine during Bridgetown. Oh. Yeah. White wine. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't really get, like, a bad hangover, um, and I don't feel, like, all... Full of paps, but yeah, and your teeth don't turn like purplish, like from red wine. That happens yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, but I'll save the whiskey for like the after party. There you go. It's dangerous, man. I mean, it's hard to like you know, it's like I have that kill rock stars thing. Like I just want to be as good as possible, mm-hmm. so they're not like. Here's a comic we like, and I'm like, "What's up, everybody?" Woo! I don't blame you. So I'll probably stay sober for that one. There you go. But afterward, it can be a free for all. Yeah, sure. They're rock stars. <laughs> they expect it. They want to see if you can hold your own. And one of your shows too, Amy, is uh, you're going to be performing at my father's place, right? Yeah. That's amazing. I did not know that this was happening. Yeah, they dug up some really cool venues. Yeah. I mean. It's it's really cool how many people got on board when they just like identified a neighborhood and then they were like, you want to be a part of this awesome mm. thing, you know? And a few bars, I think, said no, which is weird. That is like, weird. That, <laughs> yeah. Like weird. Uh, well, one of my favorite places in Portland, Trio Club, that karaoke place, that big like and monstrosity. Has, oh, because it used to be the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it has yeah. like the screen on the front showing a bunch of like really hip people partying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that place. I've, I okay. go there all the time. Really? But I think like Bridgetown wanted to work with them and they were like, oh, it's like $10,000 a night or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, nobody's what? ever here. Oh, Wait, weird. is this the place across from Boogie's? Yeah. Oh, Ten thousand dollars a night. I mean, <laughs> even if it's somewhere near that, that's, that's. I mean, yeah, I don't know what the exact number was, but it was right, just like right. ridiculous. Why yeah. wouldn't you be a part of this thing? It's just like a bunch of people wandering around buying drinks. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's. I've only been in there once, but it was for uh, when I was a like one of a billion extras in Portlandia. Yeah, so it was supposed to be like an eighties. Oh, that's dance. where that film. That was that, where it okay. was. It was like because it looks exactly like an eighties slash early nineties exactly. dance club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of amazing though. At like going to karaoke there because I love me a good karaoke. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, you get a lot of turns because no one's there. <laughs> <laughs> like one night they let me sing 10 Dolly Parton songs in a row. I love that. Because uh, I was literally the only person there. So, I mean, I might have a problem. But uh, my, my default is singing I don't think like I, every Neil Diamond song I've I, ever I wouldn't heard. be able to name 10 Dolly Parton songs. 
I, oh, well. Then yeah. you're poorer for it. Uh, apparently, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, it must be a drug front or something. I don't know how they say it. <laughs> but they have fog machines and stuff. And it's just like, I like it because it feels like not Portland. Yeah. Like you're on vacation. Well, nobody has a screen out in front of their place in Portland other than that. I mean, I can't think of any place. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> it is quite distracting. You see, like, B-side and, like, Sizzle Pie and all these, like, really cool-looking places and then this, like, giant, brilliantly bright screen. It's like yeah. a trio club. And we just gave them a whole bunch of sponsorship right here. Oh, yeah. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you also, Curtis, have a Kill Rock Stars show going on as well. Yeah. I think you're on Saturday. Yeah, with Neil Hamburger. Yeah. And I don't, I uh, Lance checked. Bangs. Oh yeah, with Lance Bank. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm really excited about that one. He uh, he's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I he's he's really cool. I'm excited to be a part of it. I think he like picked a bunch of people that he's excited to see. And oh, that's like, yeah, it's rad. Yeah, and a couple of them, I think like uh, Claro Claro Kane mm-hmm. is on that. Yeah. And she's super awesome. Mm-hmm. She's on your sweetheart show too. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Really we started cool. comedy together. That's one of the cool things about Bridgetown because there, there's a lot of names like that I didn't, I didn't even recognize on here. But we'll go to the show and then we'll be like, oh, well, this person is awesome. Now I know when they come to town, you know, to go see yeah, them. Yeah, that you know that you want to see them again. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Is there anybody that you guys are excited to see that you haven't seen before? Mm. Like in particular? I or maybe, maybe you've you, seen everybody. Yeah, or that you've seen before that you're really excited to see like some of their new material. Oh, man, there's so many funny people. I'm really excited yeah. that Guy Brandon was back. Yeah. He's he seems to be the Thursday name on show. Yeah, that everyone keeps saying. Well, because he's so fun, and he didn't do it last year, but like whenever he's around, like the after parties are a million times more fun because <laughs> he's the most amazing dancer and he just brings people together but uh he's also had like sort of a successful like past two years so i think a lot more people know about him he just put out his album but he's a total sweetheart very and, cool uh, so funny awesome yeah well i'm looking forward to seeing him yeah check about, him out yeah. how about you curtis anybody uh, standing up there's a couple people from Chicago coming in that I'm really excited for. There's uh, Sonia Davis, who's been doing really big things there. And then uh, Sean White. I think his album, his pre-release sales are out right now, and he's coming. So I'm really excited for those two. Sean White's so funny. Yeah. Awesome. A, lot of de- a lot of dead family stuff, so I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and are you both still going strong with your podcasts? Um, sort of. <laughs> I mean... Well, no. No? Okay. <laughs> I do I, enough podcasts to feel okay putting it in my bio, and then that's it. <laughs> I release mine, like, every six months. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's still releasing It's easy though. to keep up with. I'll that say is, that. Yeah. yeah that You'll may- never be behind on it. <laughs> well, I feel like we need to clarify too because I realized we came on talking about your pictures and then didn't explain what that was. So you had an article that came out today, Curtis. Yeah, that bridge and burn dot com. Bridge and burn dot com. It's this uh, local clothing store in uh, Southwest Morris. That's what they were. Okay, because I was reading the article, but I couldn't quite figure out like if it was like a publication or. A uh, oh yeah, it's just, okay. This guy, uh, he I, he left his job as like a, a fancy computer guy because he wanted to make clothes and so he just has this series where he interviews people who left good jobs to do something that doesn't make any sense and then uh and then we talk about why it was a scary decision and how we hope that it works do you get to keep the clothes yeah oh sweet that's a good deal oh yeah (laughs) all right well if you want to see when amy or curtis are performing just go to bridgetowncomedy.com go to performers click on their beautiful pictures and then you can find out whenever they're performing and that's where you can get your tickets to Mm. i suggest the wristband for the whole thing because then you don't have to make any decisions you can just be like oh let's go here yeah it's it's a very reasonably priced and i think that the the highest level wristband includes dr katz which 
which is worth it just on its own. Absolutely. There you go. And I think you can get those individually too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys but you want to just go for the whole cats? shebang. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to. Awesome. I think on Friday. I don't know Thursday. for sure. Thursday. Yeah. One of the days. Yeah. We just have our calendar and it's just kind of just filling up. Yeah. Oh. For Bridgetown, it's like <laughs> I look like an hour ahead on my schedule. I'm like, okay, yeah, there we go. And even mess that up today. But uh, yeah, it's it's so crazy this week. That, yeah. So we talked to Kyle yeah. Kinane today already. So it's going to be the three yeah. of you on this show today. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, get your tickets at BridgetownComedy.com and go see Amy and Curtis and everybody else at the show starting Thursday. Cool. Damn, two well, Thanks days. for coming in. We appreciate thanks, it. Guys. Hey, thanks for having us. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. There we go. Curtis and Amy at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. It is going to be so much fun. So get your tickets now and um, and let us know what shows you're going to Sarah and I are going to be out and about all over the bouncing place bouncing around bouncing around mm-hmm. um, to all the different venues and all the different shows because it's it's I just can't reiterate it enough like it's so much fun you don't want to miss out on this thing it's it's kind of a unique experience mm-hmm. so get your tickets now at Bridgetown Company when you were saying that we were giving free advertising to Trio like I don't really think it was a positive thing that we were saying no you're right <laughs> yeah. you're right yeah no it wasn't really a positive no. hmm BridgetownComedy.com. Yes, BridgetownComedy.com. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to one of our other sponsors, which is Bike Gallery. BikeGallery.com. Go there. Find out about all the locations here in Portland. It is bike riding weather right now. By goodness, I rode my Bike Gallery bike down here today. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And you can go to any one of their locations and use the code at funemploymentradio.com. You'll see a Bike Gallery uh, uh, link on the right-hand side. Or if you're on your phone, just scroll down and find the Bike Gallery logo. Use that and click on it, and you'll mm-hmm. get 10% off anything in any of the stores. And that includes bikes. So definitely use that. Uh, it's right there, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the bike gallery link, and that way they know that you came from there, from from our website, and you get the 10% off exclusive for uh, for listening to Fun Employment Radio, which Heck is yeah. very cool. All right, guys. Uh, so I guess today on the network at about 5, 5 p.m., there's going to be an additional McMahon horn today. A super special McMahon horn. Normally, they only do two a month, but I guess they're going to do another one tonight, which is fantastic. So <laughs> McMahon horn uh, on the Fun Employment Radio Network, followed by Guys and Balls, awesome. all right here at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All right, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow at our regularly scheduled time right here <laughs> at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.